Ah. <laughs> Guten Morgen, Bernation. My wife is over here off camera trying to tell me about some new washer and dryer, which I'm sure is super cool. And I'm like, yeah, but Xi Jinping, man, we got stuff to talk about. Ah. <laughs> uh, Xi Jinping isn't going to wash clothes. Listen, without a Xi Jinping, nobody's going to build your damn dryer. Okay. <laughs> it is the 19th of January, 2024. It is Friday, F-A-F-O Friday. We're going to do the brief this morning. Uh, we're going to read the Bear Nation National Intel as sent in by y'all to the email address intel at bearindependent.com. I know that's incredibly confusing, so I'll repeat it. Intel at bearindependent.com. But Bear, wait, what's the Intel email? It's Intel, and I'm Bear Independent. Intel at bearindependent.com. So we're going to read that. And then I'm going to discuss with you all some ominous investing advice that I was given by a panel of experts uh, approximately 48 hours ago that, mm, yeah, yeah. As always, if you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, crawl out of your mom's basement, grow up, be a man, hit the subscribe button, unless, of course, you're a fed, in which case, whatever you got to do, bro, don't want, you know, the, the powers that be finding out that you consume the bear content. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. And the show is brought to you by the creator of the universe, Yahweh, your Elohim, the Lord, your God. Uh, you might have heard of him. If you haven't, you can go to Grindstone Ministries, get a Bible for free. Link is in the description. If you have, welcome. Shalom. You're amongst brethren. <clears throat> it's also brought to you by the fine people at Patreon. Link is in the description. They are the economic engine of the Bear Nation. And of course, Refuge Medical, for whom I am the chief shill because I'm also the chief executive officer. So if you need a freaking first aid kit, refugemedical.com promo code is Bear Nation for free shipping. Now, let's do the brief. Why are you speaking all staccato, Bear? Because, um, you know, more coffee is indicated. Because my brain is doing a disc defrag at this very moment. Very independent brief, 19 January 2024. China, the world's second largest economy, is dealing with several challenges as it works to stimulate demand in the face of slow growth and falling prices. China's uh, economy, depending on who you ask, is approximately one half the size of the United States of America. Following a 3% growth in 2022, influenced by Xi Jinping's zero COVID policy, China rebounded with a 5.2% growth in 2023, surpassing the government's target of around 5%. However, economists, economists, let's try again. However, economists express caution, pointing to signs of a faltering economy that raise uncertainties on a global scale. That means for us too. Recent economic data shows weakening demand within China as data shows that prices continued to fall in December, the third month in a row. The formerly robust property sector, a key driver of China's growth, which most of their people have invested in and which, shh, don't say the quiet part out loud, is tumbling like an avalanche into the abyss, is experiencing declines in both home prices and property sales. Also, in December, I believe is how you hablan it in the Espanol, in December, the government resumed publishing the youth unemployment rate. The data showed that the jobless rate for individuals is between 16 and 24 years old is nearly 15 percent. 
Other reports and estimates have that at over 25%. One in four young people in China as have oh no worko. Yeah. Policies enacted now may offer a short-term boost, but it is not expected to last. And that means that China will struggle to overcome its challenges and hit its target this year like it did in 2023. Now, as a brief aside, because, um, you know, I, I'm this somewhere on the spectrum and my brain has about minimum 47 tabs open at the same time. Um, you may note that I've been saying China, like uh, former president Donald J. Trump. And I will tell you, it's um, some weird mix of emotions that I have about the brief that we did on Wednesday regarding people's response to Trump. And it's actually what would be considered a negative for the channel as far as producing a relatively low traction brief about Trump's win in Iowa. Uh, personally, I think it's good as an indicator that a whole bunch of people are like, you know what, Matt, whatever. Orange man, not necessarily bad, but orange man, definitely not Messiah either. And I, so I just commend y'all for that. I, I'm glad that more or less we're on the same wavelength regarding the orange man. I think if you had to pick uh, a leader of the free world, <laughs> asterisk, and our choices are Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. or Donald J. Trump, for me, it's a no-brainer as to who I would pick, comma, I do applaud you as an audience for not worshiping at the altar of Trumpism. So I just see, I, I see the back end data of who does what on these transmissions that we do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And um, it's just interesting to me as a data point that uh, I do think that Trump has a lot of grassroots support that's underreported, but I do think that a lot of people are kind of done politically at this point quail daddy said he's not the cheeto jesus there you go that is a phenomenal phrase shall we continue with the brief absolutely bear okay guys we'll do it thanks bear uh you're welcome guys no problem bear in tandem with economic concerns china also faces demographic challenges with a record low birth rate last year with 6.39 births per thousand people. That's a low number, B-dubs. You're telling me six and a half babies per thousand people? Read the Bible, man. Be fruitful and multiply. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's fun. Just putting that out there. Like, there's, yeah, it's fun. So, but maybe it's not fun. Maybe in China, like, Somebody from the, the CCP, the Communist Party, stands there and watches. It's like, no, two pump only. No, have fun. You know, I don't know. I've never copulated in China. Uh, with a record, uh, with a birth rate of 6.39 births per thousand people, the lowest since 1949. That's not recent. Just so everybody's tracking. That's like a hot minute ago. Um, you know, what, 85-ish years ago. The overall population has shrunk by 2.08 million people in the last year. I wonder if there's like a reason why that could have been. The pandemic, the shuttering economy, and the staggering unemployment rates are cited as causes. 
The shrinking workforce and rapidly aging population bring their own challenges for China's government as well, as Beijing will need to find funding for health care and pensions. There are some positive economic indicators like industrial production and retail sales, but analysts have pointed out the need for increased government stimulus to ensure economic recovery in 2024. Increased government stimulus in 2024 for China, except China, there you think the dollar screwy, the yuan is super duper duper screwy. They invented out of thin air, which where did they learn that move? Thanks, Federal Reserve. They invented out of thin air $90 trillion. And here's the interesting part. They pumped half of that into their economy and half of that into ours. Yeah. 12C said, FYI, last night's Pelt or Patreon exclusive live stream Thursday was worth the whole year membership price. Bless you, brother. Appreciate you. That's part of the value exchange. We talk about that later. That which impacts the world's second largest economy will ultimately have global effects. The Brookings Institute cited China's economic slowdown as the second of five major risks to the global economy in 2024, saying, quote, at four and a half percent Chinese growth this year would be the slowest since 1990 outside of the COVID-19 era that will likely hurt the large number of advanced and developing economies that depend on trade with China. A deeper slowdown would intensify the pain, end quote. Also, let's talk about China's Belt and Road Initiative, which is basically um, economic bribery that turns into like uh, China's ability to steal infrastructure and host nations, which then gives them a foothold in that nation for global economic and really a front for military expansion around the world. It's hard to do that when you don't have enough money to run your own country, let alone invest in others. It's part of why you see um threats to the u.s hegemony around the world right now as well it's like we can barely take care of stuff at home let alone finance everybody else's shenanigans china's starting to experience that same thing <clears throat> it also has the potential to undermine a lot of the work that BRICS has been doing brazil russia india china south africa saudi arabia et al uh, and they continue Russia's uh, economy is approximately one-seventh the size of the United States. China's economy is approximately 50% of the United States. And so they're trying to stack up enough world economies to BRICS's to where they are at parity with the United States of America so that they can hopefully exert as much economic and political influence as the United States of America does, which gets into this whole asymmetric warfare thing as to why at least one of the reasons why we, the United States, are fighting proxy wars in at least two places around the country right now, like Ukraine and Israel, uh, so that we can maintain influence and power with the current relationships that we already have so that those people aren't wooed away, swayed away into the BRICS host nation, uh, what's the group I'm looking for here, conglomerate to combat U.S. world power, political and military. So China not having that hot of an economy isn't great marketing for BRICS, if uh, you want to look at it that way. Bear, says Promi TV, Pro My TV. What Pro Me Taiba, Taibai view, whatever your freaking <laughs> name is. You know what? There's There's 842 people here. So I'm probably not going to see whatever your next comment is. And also, this is not a Q&A.
I do Q&As occasionally, usually on Saturday nights after sundown here lately. So, still, there is one key thing to keep in mind. Unlike the U.S. and the European Union, China is not as open and forthcoming with their data. Aha, aha. It is possible that the situation may be even more dire, especially in regard to the youth unemployment rate. Perhaps the country is on the precipice of a 2008-type economic collapse. Or perhaps, like much of the negative news concerning China's economy for these many years, it will ultimately amount to very little real impact for the rest of us. Only time will tell. Now, I do want to tell you guys this. This is a little um, ad hoc editorializing here, unscripted, if you will. Wednesday afternoon, I had a Zoom call. Uh, one of many Zoom calls that I am required to do throughout the week. And this particular Zoom call was talking with a panel of experts that I employ to help manage the money of the enterprise. When I say the enterprise, I'm talking about my own personal income as well as the five businesses and the two ministries. And what we were discussing on this Zoom call, uh, which was slated to be an hour long, had four experts on the call, uh, was what should retirement investing look like for myself and for the other people within the organization? So, and for context, I'm 40 years old. I've always done a great job earning. You know, ever since I was a kid, I grew up poor. I decided that being poor sucks. And so I've just been busting my ass ever since, not because I love money and the love of money is the root of all evil, because I don't love having no money and having no food and not being able to put fuel in the vehicles or pay my bills or having the threat of being kicked out of the home that we're in and forcing my family to move about the face of the country from one bad economic situation to another because I kind of grew up that way. <clears throat> so in an effort to maintain stability and normalcy for the people that I love, I've always been good at earning, but I've been historically terrible at saving. And it wasn't until two years ago that I had my first savings account. And then uh, I hit 40 and rather than engaging in a midlife crisis, which I joked about and talked about with my wife, it's like, I think I'm just gonna get an invertible and a toupee, um, but I didn't do that, praise y'all. I was like, I should probably figure out some retirement savings because I don't know anything about that. And so what do you do when you have a question that you don't know the answer to? You find a subject matter expert. And so that's what this panel was about yesterday. How should Bear and Bear Organization invest for retirement? And so we discussed Roth IRAs and 401ks and whole life insurance and stock markets, mutual funds, blah, blah, blah. And so I said, hey, should uh, should I you know, start funding a 401k? And this panel of experts, their response was no. <laughs> so why? And the one guy leans into his camera and he goes, there's a strong possibility within the next year that the federal government will seize all the funds inside of 401ks and require that they'll be paid out, mandate that they'll be paid out using central bank digital currencies rather than the U.S. dollar. Or bonds. 
or bonds force you to take bonds and i was like well shit, that's an indicator he's like yeah so we don't recommend you invest in a 401k i was like okay um what about the stock market and they were like no i said why not they go it's gonna crash it's hyperinflated i'm like um all right so I should just like open some savings accounts at the bank, even though the rate of return on the savings account is lower than the, the rate of inflation. And all four at the same time went, no, no, don't, no, don't have your money in the bank. I was like, okay. Um, what should I do? And the one guy leans in and he goes, you should be investing in tangible assets. I said, define tangible assets. And he said, uh, land, precious metals. Uh, he goes, myself personally, I have a robust collection of firearms and ammunition. Uh, I said, you guys are talking about prepper stuff. And he goes, yeah. I said, hey, do me a favor. Pull up Bear Independent. Just go to Google and put in Bear Independent. B-E-A-R. Bear Independent. And he goes, okay. He looks down at his computer. And he looks up at me. Down at his computer. Up at me. Down at his computer. Up. And he goes, that's you. I said, yeah, that's me. I said, gentlemen, this chaos stuff, I got a pretty good handle on this chaos stuff. When it comes to like physical assets gold and silver and sheep and water and land and people and combo and intel and firearms and security and transportation and fuel and logistics i said i i'm i'm not saying i'm 100 percent prepared for chaos but i've been preparing for chaos for the last 20 years what i wanted was to talk to four normal people to tell me how to do normal things with money like normal people do so that they can retire at some point and what you're telling me is forget the normalcy you need to uh, invest in physical assets and not invest in any typical normal regular person investment vehicle and they were like yeah and then the second half of the call turned into me fielding preparedness questions from these four financial experts so i'm passing that along to y'all with the major asterisk and caveat that I am not a financial planner. And I just told you, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about saving or investing money. I know about earning money, but it was fairly unsettling to be honest, to have a panel of four financial experts whose job it is to tell people what to do with their money, to invest it as a hedge against whatever may come to have all four of them, unanimously tell me no stock market no banks no 401k buy physical assets so y'all i guess i'm getting more sheep i don't shit i don't know what else to do at this point um i haven't bought ammo in over a year and i haven't stopped shooting i don't need to buy any more ammo i've got a different gun for every day of the month i don't need to buy any more guns i've got more sheep than i have grass at this point Got 11 sources of water on property. Um, I, I don't, I have homies. We have radios. We have maps. We have nods and armor. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to, 
I guess I guess we just start buying gold bars now. Like I guess we're there now. I have food. <laughs> My yacht. Do I have food? <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's time to start building pyramids and putting up silos for grain. I don't know. Buy more land, Mikey. I have land. I have more land than I have people to put on land. Praise Yah. I don't know. So I'm just passing that along to you. Make start making refuge gold and silver. Yeah. Start a mint. Yep. So here I could do that. Here's my concern though. It's going to look something like this. My brother across the table with Bob. I'm going to come to Bob, who's the chief operations officer at refuge. I say, Hey Bob, we're going to start minting our own gold and silver. And Bob's going to go. Cause he does this. When he starts to stress out, <laughs> like he like roosters his own hair. He's like, okay, boss, like we could do that. But what happens when like, cause the world thinks we're Jews, even though we're not Jews, we love Messiah. And then like Hamas and the Iranian sleeper cells are going to come here and they're going to attack us because not only do we have like tac med and all that other stuff, which is like, we're basically a field hospital, but now like we're also a mint and we have bars of gold and silver. So like, we're going to need an army in the parking lot, boss. What are we going to do? And we I'm going to start doing refining. I can be three tips. Oh my gosh. You are eight months pregnant. Well, not right now. I don't need <laughs> you to be are not gonna, acid. You are not going to do any of that shit. But after you, the baby. You are going to decorate the house after it's built. <laughs> That's what you are going to do. So um, just passing that along to y'all. Now we'll, we'll do the national intel now. Um, but I just wanted to let y'all know because I, I care for y'all that's a legitimate conversation with a half a dozen witnesses that I had with four people whose job it is they get paid they're the subject matter experts there's probably well over a hundred years of combined expertise in that space on that zoom call all of whom said uh-uh no traditional investments you need physical assets real estate gold silver things that are going to get you through the tough time that's coming and i was like guys i'm already doing that and they're like great we have questions one guy was like i need i need to get my dad on a consult call with you i'm like jokes on you i don't do those anymore i don't have the time he's like i have to i have to and so i looked at monica one of my administrators and i said my hourly rate is this double it if they'll pay for it i'll do an hour with them because i just I have a flock to tend now. I don't know if you all know that. And I don't mean sheep. Sheep are easy compared to people. Um, but now you guys know about that phone call that I had passing that to you. Now, let's do the bonus intel. Okay, bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't like it when they sing to you? No. When they sing to me? Yeah. Okay, homie. I mean, that's you singing. No, that's what they sound like. I think like. you ought to do your Michael Jackson impersonation. Mm -mm. Nope. That you hit me with this morning. Nope. You're the one that's like quoting lyrics to Man in the Mirror while I'm half asleep. You listen. You FA long enough, you're going to get a hee-hee out of nowhere. It's going <laughs> to It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Um, also, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you because my wife dressed me this morning. Actually, she dressed me yesterday, and this is the same shirt from yesterday. This shirt, tracking like a tank, 
is in the store at bearindependent.com. So if you need some new bear swag, track them like a tank. And it's got the bear logo on this arm up here. So I'm going to post the link. And there's a, there's a lady. They come in ladies' colors, too. Yes, so, they do. If you're interested. Okay. We got all the colors. Okay, bear. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Michael Jackson called boys to men the day before he died. But he was disappointed they were they weren't a delivery service. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Jackson illustrates that um, these are learned patterns of behavior. Getting into what we do at Caleb House, like he was abused and abused damn near ritualistically as a child, um, and then in spite of that, somehow ended up becoming immensely popular because he was incredibly talented. And then that gave him enough fame and fortune to be able to perpetuate abuse. Like it should be obvious to people like this is learned behavior, generational curses. That's why we have to break generational curses. Bear independent national Intel 19 January, 2024. These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again. Also due to the subject matter here, yeah, likelihood that this video gets me another community guideline strike, you know, I'll give you a piece of intel, Bear Nation. You know what's getting me community guideline strikes right now? You know what content they're removing? My Bible videos. Tell me you're a communist without telling me you're a communist. They're pulling down my Bible videos for violating community guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. So... Primary, bear independent, alternate, blue collar president here on YouTube. Go follow the alternate channel. Contingency, rumble, bear independent. Rumble sucks shit, but we're over there. Emergency, Patreon, pace plan for continued comma with bear. Primary, the channel you're on right now, bear independent. Alternate, blue collar president here on YouTube. Contingency, Bear Independent on Rumble, Emergency, Patreon. And that's to say nothing of the 12 to 15 minimum exclusive pieces of content on Patreon each month. <clears throat> Bonus intel. In September, while attending my uncle's funeral in Central California, I spoke with my cousin, who is the funeral director. Without trying to seem morbid, I was curious and asked her how business was. To my surprise, she said that they've been swamped and that they've actually had to turn customers away to other funeral homes, again, Central California. And asking her what the reason was, she pointed to her arm while making the jab motion and said, the shots. She then stated that people are dropping like flies and will continue to do so and to expect it to ramp up even more as time goes on. On a related topic, one of my daughters works at a medical office here in Utah. One night in November during dinner, she said that the county coroner came in for an office visit and told her that the morgue is full of people dying from that thing, and she expects those numbers to continue to increase exponentially. Next, my son recently went to an indoor range to test a handgun that he built at work. Sounds like a cool workplace. <laughs> a local manufacturer in New Hampshire. Once we entered the range, 
there were at least seven Chinese nationals in there with AKs and pistols. Indicator? Yeah. Next, this is from our supplier for metal. We don't usually have, we usually only have a 3% increase at a time. This is crazy, Southwest Missouri. We've been informed of a price increase coming 8 February. We wanted to give you as much notice as possible. The panels are going up a minimum of 18%. We're being told trims 15% minimum, accessories 5%, and purlins 22%. Purlins are structural members that you're going to attach the other sheet metal goods to. Yeah, <clears throat> usually price increases 3% at a time, minimum of 18 to 22%. That's uh, 6 to 7x right there. If we hear anything different, we will try and let you know ASAP. appreciate you. I appreciate every one of you who sends your intel into intelabareindependent.com so that that way we can share this information out with others. And so if you are within the sound of my voice right now and you have something to contribute to the conversation, intel at bearindependent.com. And not just here in the United States of America. I want that information, but also we have many, many people who watch this show around the world. We have a lot of Canadians. I, again, I can see the back-end analytics. What's happening in Canada? We have a lot of Germans. What are you guys doing? What's happening in Germany? I would be particularly interested to find out what's going on with the farmer revolution in Germany. That'd be cool data. We have a lot of people in France. We have a lot of people in Britain. We have a lot of people in Ukraine. What are you seeing? We have people in Southeastern Asia. We have people in Oz. What are you all seeing? Right in, please, because um, the, the main sources of information are untrustworthy. Everybody, we've talked about this, every news outlet, air quote news outlet on the internet, they all have their own biases, they all have their own spin, they all have their own agendas. And so if we can get it straight from the horse's mouth of what y'all are seeing, where you guys and girls are, that helps us as a community here on YouTube in the Bear Nation to have real accurate data, eyes on data. So if that's you, if you've got that intel at bearindependent.com, please and thank you. Okay, Bear. All right, good talk, guys. No problem, Bear. I've heard you talk a lot about how fragile the grid is, and I figured I'd write to you about an example of this fragility. November and December were unseasonably warm and some days having temperatures above zero degrees Celsius. Now, for uh, those using Patriot math, that's uh, 32 degrees Fahrenheit, freezing. Also, indicator, this person is using Celsius, which tells us what? They're probably not in the United States of America, which we will learn more as we go on. Never have I ever seen a motorcycle out on January 1st, but I saw one this year. Anyhow, in the span of two weeks, the temperatures have gone down to normal for this time of year, but very suddenly... Where I am this past week, the temperatures have been between negative 35 and negative 40, 40 degrees Celsius. In the mornings, if you tack wind chill onto that, it's been down to negative 53 degrees Celsius. Ooh. In a word, gay. The province of Alberta, aha, now we know where this person is, sent out an emergency alert on Saturday, 13 January 24. Warning that the extreme cold resulting in high power demand is placing the grid at a high risk for rotating power outages in the states. It's called rolling blackouts. 
and that is done preemptively to shed load to decrease demand because the supply the line side of the equation can't keep up with the demand the production capacity isn't there to feed all of the demand at the same time so utilities electively begin rolling blackouts so they can take certain areas offline so that they can shed demand decrease demand so that uh, they can keep up with the supply and they they're rolling because they turn off different areas at different times so that the whole area isn't out of power at the same time so that they can distribute the shedding of the load the decreasing of the demand my province saskatchewan provided alberta with 153 megawatts of electricity to assist them during the shortage uh for context that's approximately 100 wind turbines at full tilt worth of uh operational capacity or approximately one six to one tenth of the output of a single coal plant of a single coal plant yeah, approximately 10 percent capacity maybe less of a single coal plant my province saskatchewan provided alberta with 153 megawatts of electricity to assist them during the shortage although i know of at least one area in alberta that still lost power for a period of time the whole situation was entirely avoidable agreed but alberta made the decision to shut down a number of its coal-fired power plants well there's your problem earlier than planned to decrease emissions and move towards green energy under pressure from the federal government Unfortunately, this strategy doesn't quite seem to be keeping up with all renewable sources of power generation in Alberta still sitting at under 10% of capacity. Yep. It seems that the government's decision and desire to advance the green agenda has come ahead of their citizens' safety. But hey, it's been a while since anyone in politics has had their head screwed on straight, so no surprises there. Always appreciate your thoughts and comments, and I figured this would be another example of grid fragility you so often talk about. So, example of grid fragility. Yeah, 100%. The green agenda is, why is the green agenda perpetuated by everybody at the top of the power structure globally? It ultimately ties back to redistribution of wealth and population decrease, depopulation efforts. Um, CO2 is good for the environment, not bad for the environment. Is it a greenhouse gas? Yes. Do we need it? Yes. Is the planet warming or cooling? It's cooling. And every time it cools, it has a momentary blip on the radar, small spike in temperatures, temperatures going up globally before they plummet globally we're going into a long winter not a uh global warming phase so more co2 would be better than less co2 also what a plants eat co2 yeah now to be perfectly honest, when you burn coal, it's not just carbon dioxide that comes out when you burn coal. There are other nasties in there, but the 
capture of gas, the technology that has been developed in the last couple of decades for coal emissions is incredible. They can capture and sequester any or all of that gas, including the CO2, if they want to. Um, so more CO2, good. Global warming, yeah, slight spike a degree or two before we plummet. We need the coal, we need the natural gas, we need the nuclear in order to provide the power. 153 megawatts of power. Again, that's a tenth of the output of one coal plant. I will also admit there are certain ways that coal is mined that's terrible, terrible for the environment and for the landscape. Mountaintop removal, I've seen it with my own eyes in West Virginia. It's an abomination. Comma, there are also smart ways that one can remove coal. We need coal. Simple as that. We need coal. We need, air quote, fossil fuels, which I personally believe replenish themselves. That uh, has a lot to do with uh, bacteria, mitochondria below the surface of the earth. And the big lie that they were, there are diminishing amounts of fossil fuels, which is why we have to find alternatives. Okay, here's the thing. Our current alternatives, air quote, renewable energies, wind and solar, don't work when the wind isn't blowing and the sun isn't shining and we don't have the capacitor technology to store the power that they produce when they produce, which is why they will always be re relegated to secondary generation only until capacitor technology changes. And for context, with our current battery technology, if you mined every known ounce of lithium on earth and you took all of it and you made batteries with all of it and you took all those batteries and you put them on the north american grid they would have a capacity of four hours four hours from midnight to 4 a.m that's it so even that is not a viable strategy which is why we produce power on demand using SCADA system, system controls and data acquisition to balance the line and the load. How much power are we putting out versus how much power do we need? And the reason we do that with heat, fossil fuels and nuclear is because those heat sources generate steam and you kick the steam down a giant pipe that has a turbine in it. And if we need more power, we open the valve on the pipe a little bit more and the little fan thing, the turbine spins a little bit faster and increases output. We need a little bit less. We just close the flapper valve just a little bit. You get less steam, less power. It's damn near instant and it's really easy. It's real. It's so easy. We've been doing it for a hundred years and it still works. Not predicated on current technology, not requiring current technology. And if the entire argument for renewables is that they have a lower carbon footprint, that in of itself is a lie because it takes 35 to 38 years per wind turbine to offset the carbon emissions to produce and install the wind turbine in the first place. Ask me how I know. I used to do that. What's the service life of a wind turbine? 20 years. So we're 15 years in the hole 
for trying to reach carbon neutral on every wind turbine we stand up. And at 20 years, their half-life, they pull the generator off, they pull the blades off, they put a new generator nacelle box on top, they put a new nacelle, and they put a new set of blades on. And then that'll operate for another 20 years. So 87.5% of the life of that wind turbine amortized out over 40 years, it's operating in the red from a carbon standpoint with an expectant 40-year service life, half-life remand at 20 years. Except nobody's getting 20 years out of the infrastructure. It's more like 12, which means it's got to be remanned three times in that 40-year period, which means you never reach net zero carbon emissions on these turbines. Doesn't happen. The whole thing's bullshit. And it's bullshit that's being pushed by the powerful elites that are literally just flew into Davos on their private jets, like Taylor Swift's private jets produce in a year more CO2 than 50 of you will produce in a lifetime. But we have to listen to this vapid moron opine on the state of the world. It's retarded. What's up with these numbers? Number 580, number 594. I don't get it. I think thumbs up. Oh, beautiful. Like where they are. Now, last from the National Intel. This is the follow-up on some intel I sent a few months back regarding individuals performing recon at natural gas infrastructure in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia areas. Starting this year, my company will start receiving bi-weekly security briefings from DHS and the Department of Energy on threats posed against my company's infrastructure, with the potential of becoming weekly to daily briefings. Also, the TSA and DHS has started conducting trainings with employees at my company to recognize who and what are threats in the field and how to conduct ourselves if deadly and hazardous situations arise. I will keep you posted once I've gone through the training and pass along any intel that may be of help to the Bear Nation. Bless you for your works and keep on trucking. Thank you. Definitely want that update. Um, so the targeting of natural gas infrastructure in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. This is uh, critical infrastructure, domestic terrorism. It's basically what you're dealing with. Domestic terrorist threats against critical infrastructure, which gets back to do you have the ability to stay at home and take care of yourself for extended periods of time, which is preparedness. That's basic preparedness, which is what everybody here should be striving for, is how long can I uh, stay home by myself without any outside input? That That's your benchmark. And if the answer right now is three days, cool. Push it to five days, then a week, then two weeks, then four weeks, and then two months, three months, five months, ten months, and then start working in units of years, Okay. Um, this is basic preparedness and all these threats are credible. They are credible. If we look at what has been happening in Ukraine, you know, the Geneva conventions say that you're not allowed to attack critical infrastructure. You're not allowed to attack hospitals. You're not allowed to knowingly attack ambulances or medical personnel. 
Russia's done all of that uh, with zero, zero recourse from the international community. Uh, I, I know firsthand that ambulances are specifically targeted by the Russians in Ukraine, that medics are specifically targeted, A, because it diminishes uh, capability, B, because it demoralizes the enemy. Hospitals are knowingly targeted. Bridges, power infrastructure, natural gas, food production, food warehouses, like we've been seeing happening here domestically. It's total warfare, man. And so these threats here in the United States of America, credible. And there, and here's the maybe one of the big picture pieces that a lot of people miss. Even if you're a, a Wolverines type person, and when the bad thing happens, I'm going to go fight the bad people. And if that's your conviction, Mazel Tov. How? How? How are you going to feed yourself? How are you going to affect communications? What's your transpo and log train look like? How are you going to move? How are you going to equip and train people? Because all those arguments right now are predicated on the infrastructure that exists in 2024 that may not exist or may be severely hampered in 2025. And that brings you back to positions of strength. You got to be able to stay home and self-support for an indefinite period of time. And then if you can do that, then you can help other people be strong as well. And then if you can garner enough strength because of the resilience that you've built into the systems that you've enacted on your property at your place away from the system, then if you have the capacity and the conviction, then you can do Wolverine stuff. But like, when your magazines run dry, you're not going to go to Bass Pro Shops and just pull some more 5.56 off the shelf. That won't happen. Or if it does happen, that's a really stupid move to make. So, there you go. That's the brief for today. I appreciate y'all being here. Um, if you're not one of those people that engages in the value exchange, I encourage you politely to beat feats. Get out, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shaloha. For everybody else, we're going to talk about the value exchange. Links are in the description down below. Um, as mentioned previously, bearindependent.com has a store. There is swag in that store. Unapologetically, I am using the proceeds from that swag to help build a house for myself and my pregnant AF wife. And so if you'd like to help us build a house and get some cool swag, in the meanwhile, you can check out the store at bearindependent.com. Uh, there's a lot of cool shirts there, tracking like a tank. The biblical manhood shirt just went live last night. Did it not? Am I remembering correctly? Correct. Sweetheart. Sweet hot. I'll uh so it it, it looks like this. So it's a shirt and it's got a bear logo on the sleeve. And you're probably asking yourself, what is that graphic? Well, let me zoom in for you. I'm gonna say you ought to flip to a, like a black. No, I like I like, like the, the blue. White? I, I like the blue. Oh. The blue and the white. So those are Yaz colors. Okay. What is it? Well, this is artwork by our brother Alex Toder. 
and that is King David. It's an incredibly intricate drawing, and uh, the camera will not focus on this. It's available in different colors, but I like the blue and the white. That is King David holding up the decapitated head of Goliath standing over his corpse with his hand on Goliath's sword. Because everybody likes to bring up, yeah, David, David killed Goliath with a sling. No, David knocked Goliath down with a swing, with a sling. And then he picked up Goliath's sword and he lopped Goliath's head off in front of all of the Philistines and he held it up to the Philistines and said, who wants some? And they turned and ran. And sometimes all it takes is one strong man of Elohim to slay one giant in front of everybody for people to pull their heads out of their ass and to eliminate the threat from the enemy. Biblical manhood, that shirt's in the store as well. Wasn't he 15? Dylan Carson, that's the common exception. Um, I looked like this at 15. I've had a full beard and was the size of a grown-ass man since I was 15 years old. Yeah. David was a shepherd. Uh, I grew up on a farm. Carrying hay bales, filling water buckets, splitting firewood shoveling shit you, you put a little muscle on and you get a little hair on your chest by the time you're uh 15. so bi swag bearindependent.com patreon talked about uh caleb house at the uh, a rude awakening that video is up on patreon this morning so if you want to check that out you're welcome to do that uh, we had Pelt last night, Patreon exclusive last stream Thursday, which is a two-hour-ish Q&A that we do every week where you ask the Qs, I give you the As. Um, and so that's on Patreon. Link is in the description. It's 10 bucks a month. It's the best $10 you can spend on the internet. So I would check that out if I were you. If you want more bear info and you want more detailed bear info, uh, that's there. I shot yesterday morning three videos for Patreon. The average Patreon video is 15 to 25 minutes long. Um, I shot two feature-length videos yesterday morning. One was 45 minutes. One was 46 minutes. Um, on questions, answers to questions that people ask on Patreon. And so the in-depth answers, the in-depth analysis and teaching is there on Patreon. It's not an I love me, you should love me too page. The whole idea is to provide way, way more value than 10 bucks a month. You can do that at Patreon, link in the description. Refuge Medical uh, right now is doing a family preparedness giveaway. All orders over 99 bucks are automatically entered into that giveaway. And as a part of that giveaway, what you're getting is an Adventure Kit 2.0, an Ankle Kit, which are rarer than hen's teeth right now, a Boo Boo Kit 2.0, and a family tourniquet pack, which includes two cat tourniquets, two soft tea tourniquets, two SWAT tea tourniquets, and two Slishmans. Uh, it's uh, well over a thousand bucks in prizes, and every order over 99 bucks is automatically entered. You can also share a picture of your current refuge gear on socials and tag us in it, and that will count as an entry towards the giveaway. You can opt in to our SMS uh, text messaging service, that'll get you an entry. 
and you can sign up for the email newsletters. That'll get you an entry. So feel free to do all of that. Your promo code uh, here on YouTube is Bear Nation, which gets you free shipping. So if anything in the store, components, kits, whatever, you use Bear Nation, you get free shipping. If you're on Patreon, you have your own discount code. It's in the description of like every brief that we do. You can use that code and that'll save you money off of your order. Uh, let's see what else. Red Bear Facts are in stock. So if you need one of these, you can go get one of these, as is the SOB, uh, as is the ARC, as is the Bare Minimum 2.0. Bare Minimum is a phenomenal kit. So if you don't have a kit, go get a kit. Especially with everything we just talked about, man. The world's freaking weird. They're, they don't make a better first aid kit than this. They just, they don't. And all of our air quote competitors are gearing up for SHOT Show right now. So that they can all, you know, get drunk and hang out in the city of sin and try and do big deals with the big buyers so that they can maximize profitability. And we're like, mm, you know what? No, no, no. Vegas is gay. I don't want to I don't want to go there. It's a waste of money. It grates on my soul and it's bad for my team because we are people of deep faith. So how about instead we just stay home and not try and play the stupid high profitability games with all the big buyers in Vegas. No, we're not we're not even set up as a company for big buyers. We're a DTC company, direct to consumer. That's y'all. We're set up to serve y'all. That's that's what we're set up for. Because all these other big buyers they want a minimum of a 40% markup and many of them want a 100% markup. So remember that the next time you're buying something from somebody else, they have at a minimum 40% of markup on that kit, sometimes a hundred. So if you're paying a hundred bucks, if you're paying a hundred bucks for a first aid kit from somebody else and it's through a wholesaler, like you're at somebody's website, you know, jimmysmunitions.com. Oh, they got a hundred dollar first aid kit. Jimmy bought it for 50 bucks, which means that the person who produced it sold it to Jimmy or their cost to produce it was probably 25 bucks. So you got 25 bucks cost of cheap Chinese bullshit marked up to 100 bucks for you to buy it to think that you got a deal. Dude, we don't play those damn games. Like, it's just, it's not worth it. So if you want a real kit made by real Americans that will save your life, refugemedical.com. Come see us. Use your promo codes. Refuge Ruckus got a uh, cool uh, information passed to me this morning. The Fort Smith Police Department has not only approved our route to March for the Ruckus, March 8th through 10th, 2024, Fort Smith, Arkansas. They're going to have officers rucking with us which I think is cool. I think that's really cool. So shout out to the Fort Smith PD. We appreciate y'all. Um, so if you're, uh, if you're coming to the ruckus, refugeruckus.com, um, we'll see you there. And it's a three-day event on uh, Friday. We have speakers and presenters and vendors and book signings and all that stuff. Saturday is Shabbat. We're going to do a big old Bible study in Midrash, and there'll be worship music and food, and it'll, it'll be a great time. And then Sunday morning, we rock. 
and uh, we're rocking to raise awareness and funds for Caleb House, which is our uh, juvenile human trafficking survivor restoration ministry. $50 words for it's the way that we put raped kids back together again and make sure the bad shit happens to assholes that surely abuse them. So if you want to participate in that, refugeruckus.com, calebhouse.org, if the spirit convicts you, if you'd like to pour into our ministry, you can visit Caleb House, Caleb with a K dot org, and uh, actually get involved in anti-human trafficking rather than just participate in awareness like everybody else in the industry, which is stupid. Are we bringing food for Shabbat? Events at calebhouse.org. Events, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. Email that. Get all the answers you want. There's also an FAQ page on the website. Uh, whatever questions you have, Sarah, our event coordinator, will handle them for you. Um, and then grindstoneministries.com. If you need a Bible, you can get one at grindstoneministries.com. You can buy them at our cost. You can donate one to somebody else at checkout if you want. Or if you don't have any money for a Bible right now, no problem. We got you. Just click the button, contact us, let us know where to send you a Bible. And we will do that for you. And because you boys and girls here in the Bear Nation are awesome, we have been blessed to be able to donate more than 7,000 copies of the scriptures since we started doing this. You guys rock. So bless you and thank you for that. Now, let's talk to the Father. Oh, big stretch. Oh, good morning, Father Yah. Father, thank you for Friday. Father, please help us grind through the daylight hours so we can make it to a Rev Shabbat and spend time just hanging out with you and our family. Father, thank you that you, uh, you allowed us to wake up this morning and put breath in our lungs, breathe your Ruach HaKodesh into us for our nefesh, our soul, that we could be an animated corpse and that you would love us enough to redeem us back into your house by the blood of your son. Thank you for loving us, even though we're freaking stupid sometimes, Father, and headstrong and stubborn and deluded. You're such a good dad. Thank you for being such a good dad, especially for those of us that didn't quite have one of those here on earth growing up. Thank you for being such a good dad, for loving the prodigal sons and the prodigal daughters. Once we get out there in the world and figure out that the world sucks, and remember who we are, and then have the audacity to come back and beg for forgiveness, and you forgive us anyway. Father, thank you for that. Thank you for Messiah and his atoning sacrifice and for giving us an example to walk by. Father, thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Father, all of your enemies out there, those who would dare to take your name in vain and put your name, your stamp of approval on their BS, Father, I pray that you bring judgment I pray that you would bring judgment. Father, protect the children. 
protect the righteous. Put a hedge of protection around all your people. But Father, utterly destroy those that would blaspheme you with their words and more importantly, their actions. You see all and you know all, and this is me crying out to you that your will would be done, that you would be righteous and that you would operate in right ruling. Just a gentle reminder, Father, you said you'd smoke them. So I'm asking you to do that. Father Yah, pour out your spirit on all flesh. Give us wisdom and discernment by your Ruach HaKodesh, that we would walk as you walk, and that we would not be deceived and not be given over to the great delusion. We can minister and assist and be your hands and feet, speak your word. Father Yah, give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach to be able to withstand and endure with a smile on our face because we know who we belong to and we know that your word will not return to you void. Father, give us peace that surpasses all understanding even in the midst of everything that is going on in the world and going on in our daily lives. Root us in you and keep us vertically aligned. Father, anything within the sound of my voice that is not of you, I rebuke it. Command it to destroy itself by the power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Put a hedge around these people. Give them their daily bread. Remember them as they remember you. Bring healing and bring it in a miraculous faction, fashion to build testimony and witness. Father, be our Elohim. Because we need you desperately to be our Elohim. Father, I lift all these people up and I set them at your feet as sons and daughters of the Most High, that you would smile on them today, that you would bless them today that you would protect them today, and that you would provide for them today. And I ask all these things in the authority of the King of Kings, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen.
Bless you, Brother Andy, Brother Tony John, everybody in the chat. You guys and girls are amazing. Thank you for letting me be a part of your life. I appreciate it a lot. And thank you for tolerating me on the days that I am a bad steward of the trust that you put in me and of this relationship that we have. I'm sorry that I'm not perfect, but I do love y'all. And I do hope you have an awesome day of prep. Worship Elohim. If we won't, the rocks will cry out. Y'all have a blessed day. Shalom.